hello and welcome back to So You Think in El Baño, the only <laughs> podcast on the internet that is bilingual. I'm your host, Jake, at Greg Chudley, here with Sergio, Matt, and Kai. Hi. On a wonderful hello. Tuesday night. Hola, me amo Sergio. <laughs> Yo soy el duende de education especial wow do we have to censor that no okay. <laughs> why what why we have to censor that i know what he said and it's technically not the kind of thing that we normally say but it, i don't care it's in spanish it doesn't matter yeah it's an it's an easter egg what are we doing what is going on all right, well, uh, it, it is uh, yet another episode of Singles Week, and we found something that we've been wanting to read that just so happens to be a self-insert. We have no, us- no, 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 no. Are, you are wording that wrong. This is not something that we've wanted to read. This is something that we purchased to read in November that we promptly did not read. November of last year. That I have been waiting months to read with it sitting on my desk. Staring at you, mocking you. It is the SCP novel, light novel, Iris Through the Looking Glass, written by Akira. Shall we read the back? Because there, there, there <laughs> there's not a user bio in a description like we're used to. Matt, read the bio. What's wrong with this picture? An ordinary boy encounters the paranormal when a photo of the same girl starts inexplicably showing up in every book he opens. One day, the girl reaches out and pulls him into the photo to her location, a cell in a top-secret facility belonging to the SCP Foundation, an organization dedicated to the research and containment of people, objects, and phenomena that defy reality. Even worse, they've deemed him a threat to be contained, and he's going to have to work with them if he ever wants to see the outside world again. Confidential. This document may not be shared with or used by personnel below the designated clearance level. Is this an isekai? Yes. Okay. <laughs> SCP isekai. Mm-hmm. Isay contain protect. Yes. So there's a bit of artwork on in the front of the book. There's uh, SCP-105 by Dr. Clef. There's a few pictures of her to begin with. Oh yeah, the art the art in this it's is good pretty... art. She's a babe. Yeah, shout out to Sidu. And on the the, the and on the opening, this credits uh, Iris by Doctor Clef, SCP one hundred five, Immortality, SCP nine six three by the Duckman, the Never Ending Pizza Box by Paul Hinuk, that's four five eight, Builder Bear by Researcher Dios one hundred four eight, uh, Josie the Half Cat five two nine, and Neku Desu, Yoroshiku Onegashimasu. And that is a Japanese SCP. 040. By, by LKR underscore 4, 4185. 
I, I would like to read it, but I assume it's in a language I don't understand. Well, it's, 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 it's a Japanese... I think Japanese SCPs are translated. Well, you looked that up. I just want to say, this check. is such a weird item to own. Like, 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 it, like a, like a, like, obviously it's not like, it's not like licensed by like the wiki, but like, like it credits the articles. It's got the, like the, the links, it's got the stuff, like, like, I know there's been like a few, like, at, like there's those like really cool guidebooks that somebody made and there's like a anti-mimetics division book you can buy on Amazon, but this is just like really cool. It's like, you know, like, 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 like if like the SCP was made by like company and then you like went and bought like an extended universe novel. Like this is it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, shall we get into it? All right. Yes. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Prologue. The girl in the photos. Part of my daily routine included dropping by this one library after school, but not because of any particular fondness for reading. Given the choice, I preferred to run free in the great outdoors. In an age where I could read manga on my smartphone with the click of a button, pretty much the only physical books in my life were the textbooks necessary for my senior high school classes. I never saw much appeal in physical books. My eyes grew tired simply from running across the rows of text. As such, the reason why I frequent this library lay elsewhere. Fascinating. Squealed. Redacted. Senpai, who I will now refer to as Senpai, because I'm not seeing redacted that often. Standing right in front of a poster with the words, No talking! Written on it in large, bold font. A third-year student, and so a year ahead of me, she was the vice president of the student council at my high school. Thanks to some ancestors from Canada or the USA, the color of her hair resembled honey in the sunlight. Her eyes were such a vivid ultramarine that it was hard to believe the color was natural. Although her well-defined facial features matched the image of a Western beauty, her wild imagination kept the other students quite at bay. Let's get right down to it, redacted coon. Senpai said, twirling her figure around as she looked down at me excitedly. I was average height for a senior high boy, but she was abnormally tall. To top it off, she made sure to tower over me whenever she spoke, which really laid the pressure on. It was intimidating. I shrank back a bit. My back rammed against the bookcase fixed to the floor. While I nimbly caught a few books that fell from the shelves, redacted, Senpai rattled on. There are some really strange rumors surrounding this library. People rate it one of the seven wonders of the school. And uh, I'm not sure if you were aware, but apparently this library was originally part of a university that got shut down. It's uncertain whether it was deemed too much of a hassle to demolish after the university was gone, or if some kind of intrigue was in play. But that's all that remained standing. She was a bit hard to follow, that girl. She never really bothered to stop and gather her thoughts. She let her words spell out however they came to mind. But I felt like I needed to at least give the pretense of listening, so I bobbed my head like an idiot. Indifferent she talks to my like Luke a JoJo character. She does. Oh my god, she talks <laughs> like Hirohiko Araki. <laughs> Indifferent to my lukewarm response, Senpai continued prattling on, completely unfazed. That's what makes it one of our school's seven wonders. Apparently, the strange rumors surrounding the place date all the way back to when the university was still standing. I'm nuts about paranormal stuff, so I've been looking into it. I'm back. My brother's girlfriend caught my microwave on fire. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
what the fuck? <laughs> I get a FaceTime from my brother and I answer. And he goes, hypothetically, let's say that microwave that you gave us uh, caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Is there still that other one in the basement? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Why did it catch on fire? What did they I'll, do? I'll, I'll find out after this episode, I suppose. She Damn, probably put something metal in. killing me. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, let's see. Well, she has caught things on fire before. She a pyromaniac? Pyrotech- pyrokinetic? Like setting things on fire? Not on purpose. Okay. Uh, let's see. Girl was into paranormal stuff. Like I didn't know that. That was precisely why I decided to talk to her in the first place. I was currently caught up in some supernatural mumbo-jumbo of my own, and I had no idea who else to turn to. Certainly not my parents, teachers, or friends, let alone the police. I had no doubt they would all just laugh it off, saying something like, Where did you come up with that crazy idea? Grasping at straws, I turned to this upperclassman, a girl who'd been ostracized for never once backing down from her declaration of, I love the supernatural. And that love was on full display. This library is incredible. It's a treasure trove of mysteries and creepy rumors. The occult on parade. She drew so close that I swore it was bad for my poor adolescent heart. And then she broke into a big grin. Throwing both arms wide open, she looked lovingly around her, taking in several deep breaths. It was nerve-wracking. The way her breath touched my forehead when she exhaled. The two of us were surrounded by countless aisles of library stacks. Even though it was an early af- early summer's afternoon, the lighting was dim and gloomy. Blame that on the black curtains lowered over the windows to prevent the books from yellowing. Apparently, the fluorescent lights arrayed along the ceiling were completely burnt out. They failed to offer any light at all. Put bluntly, it was one creepy library. Going by the stains and cracks along the walls... It was a pretty old building. Mold and cobwebs completely overran places where the damp had settled in. The place was practically in ruins. It was hard to believe the building was currently in use. I guess nobody wanted to set foot in that creepy facility, because I didn't see any librarians, let alone other patrons, browsing the aisles. Senpai and I were the only ones there. Her voice carried so well it actually hurt my ears. Oblivious to me squinting in pain, she continued her excited ranting. Actually, there are so many weird rumors, I can't even remember them all. For instance, they say there's a demon that will pop out of a book here and grant one wish in exchange for your soul. And if you crack open this one other unlabeled book, your fate will appear on the black pages for you to read. If you stick your hand in the crack between the stacks, you can get drawn into another world. There are a whole bunch of awesome rumors. Oh, there's even one about a girl ghost who reads all by her lonesome for all eternity in the girl's restroom. And that room's steel stut. Uh, actually, do you mind if I go to her little girl's room? Now, before we continue, that she sounds a lot like uh, Heaven's Door, the the street from JoJo and Moni Myrtle from Harry Potter. From Harry Potter, yeah. Yep. Also, I just want to say it's clearly that the author is inserting his tall girl fetish into this writing, and that's when I realized that Akira is actually a pseudonym for one Kybert Sheldon. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you caught me. Yes, and I have doxed you for the entire world. They now know yeah, your full name. Yeah, this is horrifying. Name. They know my full name, and they know what I'm into. Oh, God. They, they oh figured God, that out I'll on the final. 
That's true. That's very true. Mm. Let's see here. Seeming to think nothing of asking that awkward question. Speaking of awkward questions, Sergio, she spun right around. She was on cloud nine. Seemed pretty safe to assume that her love of ghost stories was the real deal. Personally, I didn't care for that sort of thing. As far as I was concerned, an upperclassman going gaga over scary stories and creepy rumors just looked nuts. I hadn't come here for cheap thrills or ghost stories. Honestly, I was more than ready to leave. Now, uh, now about the strange phenomenon you experienced, the, uh, why don't we dub it the girl in the photos? I've never heard anything like it. You might have something completely new on your hands. Too cool. She squealed, squirming in delight and pushing her face even closer to mine. I thought I might lose my mind. She was so dang close that her legs and chest brushed up against me. Definitely written by Kybert. <laughs> you caught me. Okay. She said. Okay, I'd like to take a sec to review what you told me. So be sure to correct me if I'm wrong about anything. The other day you came to this library to do some of your summer homework, correct? Senpai must have noticed she was getting a little short on personal space because she did slide back a few steps before continuing. You had to write a personal reflection on a reading assignment, right? What a stupid piece of homework. But since you're a relatively diligent student, you decided to take it seriously and went to the nearest library. That just happened to be here, right? That's when you encountered the paranormal. Senpai picked up one of the books that had fallen earlier and began callously flipping through its pages. Wasn't there supposed to be a photo stuck inside every <laughs> single book you picked up at the library? That was right. If it was as simple as that, it would be nothing to freak out about. I could dismiss it with the perfectly rational theory that someone who borrowed books from this library used photos instead of bookmarks and just forgot to remove them before returning the books. But if that was the extent of the situation, it wouldn't have me even remotely upset. I wouldn't turn to this weirdo for help either. No matter what book you grabbed and flipped open, there was a photo. The result was the same, regardless of which stacks or books you tried. Do you still have one by chance? No way. They were so creepy. I stuffed them back into the books I found them in. I didn't see any good coming out of holding on to one, and honestly, just making off with them didn't seem right. Ah, uh, too bad. If you still had them, I could have used one to dig up a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, just so you know, it's not like I don't believe you or anything. It's rare to find physical evidence in the world of the occult. I just gotta say, really quick, um, this is really giving me Haruhi of Suzumiya uh, Haruhi vibes. Yeah, me too. Like, hard, mm -hmm. hard vibes. The writing style is almost, almost identical to yep. it, in fact. Ugh. Especially that part where it's the guy narrating and then the girl responds as though she heard him verbally talk. Like, that's that's literally a Suzumiya mm -hmm. thing. Anyways. <clears throat> Senpai cackled before a stern expression suddenly crossed her face. All of this, well, could be explained logically. Someone could have contrived a highly elaborate prank. It just requires stuffing a photo in every book in this library. It's possible for me, or anyone else for that matter, to pull off with a bit of effort, but that's when things get really weird. Exactly. This was where the story took a turn for the truly paranormal. Even after you left, you found a picture of her stuck in every book you cracked open. It didn't matter if it was a school textbook, a book for sale at the convenience store, a manga magazine that you bought, borrowed from a friend, or part of the ancient masterpiece collection your parents have on display at the bookcase at home. I don't know how she knows about that. These photos 
appear in any and all books you open anywhere without exception, right? Right. There was obviously something weird going on here. No logical explanation could cover this. It was truly a supernatural phenomenon. Was someone going ahead of me and stuffing photos in every book I might possibly open? I couldn't see what anyone had to gain from that, and was far too unrealistic for anyone to pull off. I found it hard to imagine there was a person or organization that would benefit from me finding pictures stuck inside books. Whenever I found them, it only served to startle me. It wasn't as if the rate of my pulse and the speed of Earth's rotation were linked, so there wasn't anything to gain from spooking a guy like me. The possibility that someone hated me to death and was doing this to torment me didn't seem likely either. The life I led shouldn't incur such spite. I was like any other mundane high school boy out there. Besides, if someone was going to bully me, a better, pl a better plan would be to stick in something gross or at least use a more disturbing photo. But each time I found a photo stuck in a book, it was of the same cute girl. I assume that girl's an acquaintance of yours, or is she not? Senpai frowned thoughtfully. You could practically hear the gears turning in her head. I could give her a clear answer on this one. I was absolutely certain I'd never met that girl before. She was a complete and total stranger. Although I didn't possess a mind so brilliant that I could remember every single person I'd met, nothing had come to me even after pulling my hair out and racking my brain in some attempt to remember her. I was drawing a blank. I'd definitely never seen her before. I couldn't see how I had anything to do with this unfamiliar girl at all. What's more, she was a foreigner, probably a westerner. Although it was difficult for a Japanese guy like myself to guess the age of a Caucasian, I thought she was probably somewhere around my age, either in her early 20s or late teens. Wearing a kind, warm-hearted expression, her pretty face was reminiscent of a flower in bloom. Neither her eyes nor her hair were particularly unusual colors, but appeared to be shades rather common for westerners. That hair extended slightly below the shoulders, generally worn loose rather than kept back, although she would bind it with a cheap-looking hair tie once in a while. No matter what, there was always an ancient camera in her hands. It gave her a vivacious air, somehow, like a newspaper journalist. Her casual attire showed a disinterest in fashion. Many of her outfits were clearly secondhand. She was such a normal, happy-looking girl, it seemed weird to call these photos of her ghost photographs. Highly intrigued, Senpai crossed her arms and fell into deep thought. Finally, she said, I wonder who she is. I've never heard of anything like this before. I'm certain she must have be related to you somehow. After all, no one else has ever seen the girl in the photos. I checked online to see if anyone had shared a similar experience, but no hits came up. Well, that was less than helpful. I really, truly did not know this girl. Based on their genetic traits, I felt like Senpai was way closer to being related to the girl than I was. After thinking good and hard, Senpai held her head in her hands, its distinct features revealing her own foreign ancestry. She cried out, Gah, I just don't know. This is too far out there. It would been... It would have made things way easier if the girl in the photos presented a threat, like putting a deadly curse on you. That'd make this a standard ghost story. But as things stands, I have no idea what this girl is trying to do. I didn't want to die of some curse. Sure, this was a pretty creepy situation, but it seemed ultimately harmless, so at least I wasn't living in fear. I was simply curious to what the heck was up with the pictures, and the girl in them. It was also a bit depressing to think photos like this would appear in any book I cracked open for the rest of my, hopefully, long life. 
If at all possible, I wanted to do something about this, even if it was a supernatural phenomenon. If only you knew who that girl was, could you try figuring out? If I know her name and nationality, I might be able to find something online, you know? Senpai's question had me at a loss. All of the photographs I'd found thus far shared almost the exact same layout. There were minor deviations between each photo, but the overall image didn't change. There was a girl in the center. The shots were extremely zoomed in. Close-ups of her face or the upper portion of her body consumed the majority of the frame. When a background was visible, it was usually just a boring gray concrete wall. A nondescript environment that only vaguely evoked speculation that she could be in a hospital, prison, or research institution. No one other than the girl ever appeared in the photographs, and she didn't do anything to offer insight regarding her personality. She was either daydreaming, staring at me, or sleeping. They were simple photos, akin to the ones used for passports and resumes. Without the sleuthing skills of a great detective, I had no hope of discerning her identity. Hmm, okay, I guess her identity is just one of the things we'll have to start looking into. I give you most I gi- I'll give you my full support, so don't worry. Let's make the most of your miraculous encounter with the occult in this cut and dry modern world we live in. Let's give it our all, partner. Put her there. Showing absolutely no signs of calming down, Senpai forced me into a handshake and began swinging our arms up and down. Admittedly, it was Probably rare to encounter such a bizarre phenomenon in the 21st century, a time when science flourished. I bet Senpai didn't want to let this chance, if you could call it that, slip her by. Although Senpai was a weirdo who made it no secret she was only doing this to satiate her own curiosity, it felt kind of nice getting the whole thing off my chest. Keeping it to myself was starting to wear me down. Alright, with that settled, let's start our investigation with a few tests. Senpai began carefully checking the book, still in her hands, one page at a time. Hmm, it doesn't look like any pictures are stashed in this one. Senpai took her time, examining it very carefully. The cover is intentionally designed so that you can't remove it, which makes sense since it's a library book. I don't see a photo anywhere a photo could be hiding. She proceeded to hand it to me and continued. So next, I want you to try. Unless you're a top-notch magician, it really will be a supernatural phenomenon if you pull one of those photos out of this book. Oh, I'm so excited. I held the book Senpai had just confirmed as photo-free. As she said, it was physically impossible for a photograph to slip from its pages. Unless, of course, Senpai was feeling mischievous and had decided to play a stupid trick on me by slipping a photo in right before handing it over herself. I'd never spoken to her before now. I didn't exactly trust her 100%. On the other hand, that meant there was no reason for her to tease or deceive me. Honestly, I'd never get anywhere if I kept on doubting every little thing. I was a little nervous before I popped open the book and briskly thumbed through the pages. Well, well, is it there? Where's the photo? Actually, hold up. I want to document this. I'm going to report it on my smartphone, so give me a sec. This is so cool. I hope I get to witness a big moment. Senpai was so excited, she was practically vibrating. It was downright annoying, but I was too preoccupied with my own issues to pay her any mind. As I casually flipped through the pages, like I would any other book, I found it. The photo appeared, tucked neatly into the fold, right down the center of the spine. There were chills that ran up and down my back. Huh, no way, are you kidding me? Senpai got her phone out of her pocket, but filming proved the bigger challenge. The phone slipped right out of her hands. She flailed after it, eyes wide in amazement. 
I was struck speechless. Just like always, a photo had appeared in the book I was holding. It was flipped backwards, so I instinctively touched the photo to turn it around. The photo was of none other than... Let me see. I want to see. Come on, Redacted. Senpai cried, her piercing voice growing suddenly distant. As the sound of her cries faded, a lukewarm sensation slowly engulfed my entire body. It was unlike anything I'd ever experienced before, like I was being cupped inside a giant hand. My gaze fell upon the image imprinted on the small, standard-sized photo. The mysterious girl in the photos looked back up at me, and she wore a faintly troubled smile. And that's the end of the prologue. I liked it. Yeah, this is good. It's nice to read. I can tell like, that it was. I oh, can, go ahead. Were, were you saying? No, you say. You speak. Child. Okay. I was gonna say it's nice to read like an actual book. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty pretty decently say, written. You can tell that it's definitely a like an authentic Japanese light novel. Oh yeah, I've never read one before. I looked into it and. 40, 4185 JP is uh is not translated. Or 40, 40 JP. Isn't it? Wait, hold on. Am I crazy? It's 40 I JP. I was putting in the wrong number because I'm a big fat idiot. You are an idiot. Plus, plus bald, plus ratio, plus L. Yeah, you can read 40 JP. It's in English. Nice. Hmm. We should anyway. do like a foreign language SCP episode. We should. Mm, that would be cool. Well, there's one for him. If you want to see something of similar writing style to this, Haruhi Suzumiya is literally the exact same writing style. Literally down to even the theming of supernatural stuff happening to a mm-hmm. pretty bland high school kid. I Go remember ahead, enjoying those. Mm-hmm. There but were I read them very long ago. <laughs> you can Probably just watch the anime, like- honestly. I should, but I read them like maybe like eight or nine years ago now. So this feels very like nostalgic for me. Nice. So this next chapter is about four times longer than what we read and we just read for 30 minutes. So why don't we cap this off with an SCP off the wiki? Sure. Okay. And continue this another time. Because I don't think sitting here for another two hours reading is worth our time. This is very true. All right. What SCP? Uh, I actually had one that I wanted to read. It's seven five yeah, seven seven, seven, seven six. six. Okay. Yes. Ooh. Very dangerous. Yes. There's SCP. Ooh, this is this it's called. Little, this, this looks 100% like a One hundred percent. Most definitely a Keter. So. The picture SCP looks like a creeper. Oh, this seems like a lot of fun. Go is ahead. a Keter class. A media disruption class. Critical risk class. SCP. Special containment procedure. SCP-5776 is currently housed in a classified <laughs> large containment cell in Site-19. A reality anchoring device might be, must be kept in the cell at all times. Or inside the cell, attached to SCP-5776 at all times. If it, is for, if it is for any reason to breach containment, its recapture is to be of alpha priority, and all expendable resources 
must be sped to resecure containment to and prevent an XK end of the world scenario. If it cannot be recontained, then SCP-5776 must be left to roam the planet, as interfering is likely to further anger it. It really wants to destroy everything. (laughs) Description. SCP-5776 is an extremely powerful entity capable of causing devastating amounts of destruction to human civilization. Pretty terrifying, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Is this written by you, Jake? (laughs) It's... (laughs) It seems SCP-5776's primary goal is to destroy everything it can, <laughs> and seemingly nothing is able to prevent it from completing this goal if it is not contained. So we need to make sure it doesn't get out. Zero underscore zero. <laughs> it's Despite odd. what you may be told, it is 100% not a common food product. <laughs> This, SCP-5776 is absolutely capable of drastically altering its shape, mass, and even cellular or genetic makeup. Due to this ability, its primary objective cannot can be carried out swiftly and effectively, making it extremely important that containment is not lost. It is believed that the entity is capable of causing humanity's extinction in a matter of days or even hours if it is able to escape. SCP-5776 appears extremely eager to escape custody, expressing heightened frustration to the Foundation, claiming... It will destroy us first. Footnote 19854-1. It is very scary. Despite a reality anchoring device being attached directly to SCP-5776 at all times, it is still able to carry out its shape-shifting abilities to a limited degree, which is annoying almost as much as being locked up. The following is a list of all forms that SCP-5776 has taken while in secure containment in order of when SCP-5776 initially materialized as them. A large unknown beast, an unknown winged scorpion, SCP redacted, SCP redacted, SCP redacted with four numbers, Doctor redacted, O5 redacted, SCP redacted, a giant amorphous entity, a small white cylinder, not a small edible product current form. (laughs) And there is a picture of SCP-5776 prior to containment. As you can see, it is horrifyingly scary. Is that a marshmallow? (laughs) We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> of course not. It's very scary in Keter class. <laughs> Notably, when SCP-5776 alters appearance, including the other anomalies, it gains the item or entity's abilities. Though these effects can be dampened by a reality anchoring device. This further makes it an immensely powerful entity, so SCP-5776 must not gain knowledge of any other anomalies that are presently contained by the Foundation or any other groups of interest. Otherwise, it will destroy everything recovery log 5776 this file has been removed by order of 05 redacted because it was too scary (laughs) scp 5776 is capable of communicating with researchers depending on its current form due to this Attempts have been made to reason with SCP-5776 and have a conversation with it. These attempts can be found in interview log 5776-1 and interview (laughs) log 5776-2. Footnote. 19854-2. 19854-2. They're pretty worrying, though, because SCP-5776 is pretty terrifying. <laughs> Who wants to be a researcher? I want to be the Ops? researcher. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the researcher. Okay. Begin log. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. SCP-5776. Begins to resemble SCP redacted. 
presumably to be able to speak. Wow, you are very scary. SCP-5776, are you able to speak? <laughs> Implodes into a ball fire, causing a site lockdown in Sector 5 of 19 is severely charred from the flames. End log. Following this log, <laughs> SCP-5776 was reclassified as Keter and was moved to more secure containment. Interview log number two. Who wants to be a researcher? Davis. Me. Begin log. Why am I here? You are very dangerous to us. Also, may I say, you are particularly terrifying. And not cute. Yes, <laughs> I am aware. Do you have any comment on what you did to Sector 5 during your interview last month? I will do it again. What? <laughs> SCP-5776 violently releases a, blur- a burst of plasma-based fire. However, blast doors are shut in time so as to not have a repeat incident. Following SCP-5776, de- or interview 5776-2, speaking to 5776 directly was forbidden under any circumstances. Show incident report 5776-1. On blank blank 2012, 5776 escaped containment in the chaos of a mass containment breach of Site-19. The entity headed directly west, where it would likely intercept with multiple populated settlements in a major city. MTF Epsilon-11, Nine-Tailed Fox, and MTF Alpha-1, Red Right Hand, the cock ship, the cum ship, the fuck ship, Alpha-1, were assigned to deal with the threat because it was so threatening. At 0-5700, SCP-5776 breaches containment. At 0112. 5776 leaves Site-19 and begins heading west for unknown reason. At, w- at, <laughs> at 01.13, MTF Epsilon-11 and the cum ship, the cock ship, the fuck ship, Alpha-1 are assigned with containing <laughs> the entity. At 01.30, MTF forces make visual contact with the entity, which has taken the form of a blank. At 0200, MTF forces are able to get within firing range of SCP-5776 and slow it down with explosives. At 0500, after three hours of constant bombardment, MTF, MTF forces requ- request resupply, which arrives shortly. At 0545, SCP-5776 turns around and assumes the form of a large dragon. It becomes a p- impervious to firearms. At 0616, SCP redacted is dispatched to deal with 5776. At 0700, SCP-5776 destroys the nearby town of Redacted, leaving a large crater behind. SCP redacted arrived on scene. SCP-5776 underestimates SCP redacted, which promptly data expunged it. After a battle spanning approximately 28 minutes, SCP redacted emerges victorious, and SCP-5776 is restrained and brought back to Site-19. I have a question. SCP-5776... What? Uh, which SCP do we think brought down this terrifying monstrosity, and why was it Moon Champion? Moon! Moon! SCP-5776 is one of the most dangerous objects in the world, let alone in the Foundation custody, and can store everything if it wishes. It is definitely not cute. <laughs> Warning, the following file is level 1, 
5776 classified. Any, uh, any, any unauthorized attempts to access this file will result in disciplinary action. Let's access, access boys. Who would like to read the newly accessed file? I will. Sergio? I can do it. Or, or no, Sergio let's give it. Sergio or Matt, who wants to do it? I'll do, do it. Do it Matt needs a rest. All right. Item number 5776, level 1 unrestricted. Containment class, safe. Disruption class, VLAM. Risk class, notice. Important notice, all, any and all personnel who are found to reveal this document to SCP-576 will receive appropriate disciplinary action. Under no circumstances must SCP-576 discover the existence of this document. 5776 is to be kept in a soundproof room in Sector 4 of Site-19. It should be placed in a glass container visible from the viewing window. If any member of the staff wishes to read the documentation supplied outside of 5776 chamber, the containment room's window must be blacked out so this object cannot view the document in question. 5776 is an infohazardous entity that is able to alter descriptions of itself. Oh, there's also a picture of uh, 5776. He's a marshmallow with a smiley face and two dotted eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's able to alter descriptions of itself this property has been shown to manifest in only a textual video photo and audio recollections 5776 typically chooses to display itself as an extremely hazardous entity with the ability to onset an xk class end of the world scenario though in reality it poses no threat to human life scp 576 says info hazardous properties are only in effect when 5776 is a way of the exact way as presented in the medium 5776's effect is usually noticeable, with the ultra description having some form of indication such as incorrect grammar, tone, or abrupt statements. These effects are believed to be unintentional. 5776 is visually similar to a standard marshmallow, approximately 1.5 inches tall and 0.5 inches in diameter. <laughs> I was going to read that as in girth. <laughs> in <laughs> state, displays a smiley face. When SCP-5776... Footnote 997823-1. Analysis reveals this to be a hand-drawn with a black marker. When SCP-5776 discovers it has been portrayed in a non-threatening manner, the object's face will immediately shift to depict an <laughs> angered expression. Footnote. Typically including the appearance of eyebrows. It is capable <laughs> of limited mobility, including small hops, swaying gently and falling on its curved side to roll. It's currently unknown whether SCP-5776 <clears throat> is sentient. Recovery. SCP-5776 was discovered... Can I read the next footnote? You can. On 29-5-2015 by Agent Addison during her break in a staff room in Site-19. The agent recalls consuming... Haribo brand marshmallows. Haribo. Footnote 997823-3. Heavy investigation has revealed that the brand was not part of 5776's creation. <laughs> During an off-duty lunch hour upon pulling SCP-576 from the, her bag, the following is a description description of the camera footage <laughs> taken during this event. It's definitely not what she was expecting. <laughs> In her Haribo brand marshmallow bag. <laughs> who wants to re- who wants to be Agent Addison? I'll uh, I'll narrate it, and Sergio can be Addison. Okay. Agent Addison be can Wilson. be seen rummaging through the pack of Haribo Haribo branded mushroom marshmallows before pausing. <laughs> mushrooms, <laughs> dropping shrooms. What? <laughs> 
Agent Addison pulls SCP-5776 out of the bag. Aww. The SCP displays an angered expression and begins wriggling in Agent Addison's hand, causing Agent Addison to release her grip and drop the SCP. Oh my, what the heck was that? What's wrong? SCP-5776 begins swiftly rolling away, escaping the staff room and log. <laughs> Following this log, 5776 rolled halfway down the corridor before being stopped by Site Director Moose. 5776 was soon given anomalous classification and assigned containment procedures. Addendum. Testing. To date, there have been three tests to determine the boundaries of 5776's effect. The following is a description of each per test performed on the item. Date. 11-6-2015. Test 5776-1. D-4415 was positioned directly in front of 5776. It was prompted to write a visual description of the object. D-4415 was instructed not to read aloud or show 5776 the contents of the description. After the first sentence, D-4415 was prompted to show the item how it had been depicted. Afterwards, the writing was erased and rewritten. Results. No anomalous activity was observed until the SCP was exposed to the writing. Following exposure, the text was immediately changed to describe an extremely hostile, shape-shifting entity. The SCP displayed an angered expression for approximately five minutes following this. After it entered a neutral state, the text was erased and rewritten. In response to this, the SCP displayed an irritated expression and the text was once again changed. This indicates that, that the SCP has the ability to detect any changes to its own altered text. So I'd like to get the next one. Sure, I can take it. The person who wrote this is European. So this is cringe. Date. date. February 7th. July 2nd, 2015. Test 5776-002. D4415 was instructed to write on a sheet of paper. Are you able to think, speak, or otherwise communicate? Note from researcher Gray. We weren't sure if this would trigger a reaction. So you little puffball was added for good measure. SCP-5776 was then exposed to the test. Results, no anomalous activity was observed until D4415 revealed the question to SCP-5776. After exposure, the test was altered to display a shape-shifting entity capable of creating an XK end-of-the-world scenario. On the opposite side of the page, a small ink smudge had notably increased in darkness. Microscopic analysis revealed the word embarrassed was written approximately 250 times in this space. It is unknown if this is a programmed response or if SCP-5776 was displaying sentience on this occasion. Please don't do the chills voice anymore, dear God. Date. October 6, 2017. No! D-Class 5014, a former tattooed artist was instructed to draw an accurate representation of SCP-5776 on a provided sheet of paper facing away from the object. A researcher was then instructed to describe the drawing out loud. Approximately halfway through the drawing, D-5014 was prompted to show SCP-5776 to produce drawing and continue until completion. Result. No anomalous activity was observed until 5776 was informed of the nature of the drawing by a researcher. 5776 displayed an angered expression upon hearing this description of itself, though the physical drawing did not alter. It is believed that unlike textual descriptions, this item must first be visually exposed to a photo or piece of artwork. 
before it could be altered. When D class 5014 allowed SCP 5776 to view the drawing, the already produced artwork immediately altered to depict an unknown creature. D-5014 continued and seemed incapable of rendering an accurate depiction of 5776. This caused 5014 mild distress and the test was concluded. Addendum 2, Containment Update. On uh, 5-22-2020, 5-7-7-6 discovered the existence of his documents. This was believed to have been caused by junior researchers reading the documentation loudly outside of his room. This resulted in Researcher Gray having to rewrite much of the altered text. Note, we thank Researcher Gray for spending many hours on this endeavor. Following this incident, the current containment procedures have been put into place, now requiring 5-7-7-6's containment room to be soundproof. <laughs> That was fun. Did you like I it? I like that SCP a lot. Yeah, Certified, really good. very hood creative, classic. <clears throat> it is a hood classic. This was written I by a guy we, named Ozzy so, Lizard. We read so many dark ones. Even like the funny ones are still kind of like have a dark element. So I figured this one is just like funny, super. Jake, light you still art. have a bit of chills in your voice. You gotta, you gotta ring that shit out, bro. I'm not. I don't. Please help me. Please help me. <laughs> Well, I think we I have a little time left. You mind if I suggest something? Sure. No! Sure, go ahead. Well, I do believe our good old friend Dr. Cerise just recently slipped a file into our hands. Oh. Gentlemen, if you will pull up SCP-6636. That's almost a scary number. The weed number? Oh, dear God, it's so pink. SCP-6636. Notice from the Foundation Records and Information Security Administration. Test logs and subsequent notes are to be preserved as they currently are. Testing will continue under supervision, along with a mandatory psychiatric evaluation after each development cycle. Maria Jones, Director, RISA. Would someone else like to take reading the article? Isn't, Mar- isn't Maria Jones the uh, the director from the uh, McDoctor's proposal? Yes. Sam, who wants to read this one? I guess I will. And I won't do the chills voice because Matt's been a good boy. SCP-6636, object class, safe, special containment procedure. 6636 is to be stored within Site-42 in the confines of a locked and refrigerator opaque canister. The temperature must be set to 13 degrees Celsius or less at all times when SCP-6636 is not being actively tested to avoid further damage and preserve the material as long as possible. All additional photographs and audio tapes that were recovered are to be stored (coughs) alongside SCP-6636. Description. SCP-6636 is the designation of a currently unknown entity discovered within a collection of unbranded black and white 35mm film rolls, alongside several additional developed photographs found on scene at its suspected place of origin. The entity appears to only manifest while the film is being developed, and the subjects within the recorded photos themselves become inexplicably altered as the process is carried out. The collection of images recovered from SCP-6636, initially discovered in discovered location in Redacted, includes two separate portraits of currently unidentified individuals. With them, each subject is seen displaying varying levels of distress and instances of bodily harm such as bruising within the currently unprocessed rolls of film. None were showing in the negatives before development. 
as photographs were showing, as photographs showing SS, the SCP-6636 have been tested, and each one appears to become increasingly distorted, along with reported damage to the object as each test progresses over time. Chemical burns and possibly dark shadows enveloping fil- the film and water damage caused by a seemingly unknown source have been reported, along with unexplained ident- uh, indentations akin to fingers being pushed along the backside of the photographs. Um... Do you want me to read the text, the, the logs as well? Uh, yeah. Sure. Go ahead. I'm getting so many fucking bot messages from Discord. Get the fuck out of here. Who's chewing? That's clicking. Oh, well, stop it. Test log one. January 9th, 2019. Note, as we as we process the recovered media, the, the determinate danger of SCP-6636 will become clear. The designation will may be changed as we continue testing. Dr. A. Elena. Time, 8.47 a.m. EST. Begin long. Film number one. Water at a beach. Small imperfection. After the uh, original negative. After development. Distortion and addition of color. Large holes burnt through. Film number three. Original negative. A close side. Some distortion is present. After development, a large hole and extreme distortion and double exposed shadow of what appears to be a female face is present. Film number six, original negative, portrait of an unknown female subject, smiling. After development, extremely warped. The subject is disheveled and appears distressed. She is pointing at someone behind the camera. Film number seven, original negative, second portrait of the same subject. After development, water stands in the outer edges. Her hair, dark hair is floating upwards as if she is suspended in water, though both instances were showing that her surroundings are a simple backyard. Her visage appears akin to someone that is drowning. More testing required. Audio 1, recovered and archived. And it's written here for us to read. I'll just re- yeah, I'll just read it. Yeah, this film was a steal. They said there was some sort of chemical imperfection, but look at these negatives. They seem fine, which is impressive considering they were found in... Wait, what is that? Are you seeing this? I didn't see shit in that photo. Yeah, it's just a picture of the ocean. Maybe I'm blind. There might be there might be two people. There might be two people sitting at the coastline. They're fishermen. And one. <laughs> oh yeah, there are two people down there. Teslog O2 folder. The film canister labeled as OT is considerable outer damage and flecks of what has been determined to be dried blood. The film roll inside the canister is destroyed beyond the ability to process. O2 is to be preserved and kept as record, ensuring no supplemental damage. Teslog 3. Film number 8. Original negative. Multiple types of flowers. After development. Additional distortion in color. Large holes melted through. Film number 9. Original negatives. Female suspect with a landscape background. After development. Suspect is shown in a double exposure. She appears to be crying. Bruises on her neck are noted. Number 13. The original negatives. The woman is smiling at a party. After development, she's screaming. Is anyone else seeing this? Film number 16. Original negatives. A male suspect is male subject smiling with double, double, double exposed with foliage. After development, only the male subject is shown. He has a twisted scowl and appears to be trying to wipe something off his arms. How is he doing this? Number four. An old leather-bound portfolio labeled O4 was discovered with noticeable fire damage on the edges of his exterior and interior. The exterior is covered with the words, How are you not seeing it? Scrawled erratically, suspecting, suggesting a manic state. 
of the hiccups. A film strip labeled Nine found inside as a previously noted female sus- sus- subject shown to be smiling in a candid shot with birds flying behind her. As the strip continues, it becomes distorted with color. The final image appears to be her ha- be having her drowned as she is on land. The film strip labeled Ten shows a man standing in front of a wall with graffiti. Image progresses with this graffiti having changed in the man on the ground. O4 is to be preserved and kept as record, ensuring no supplemental damage. Number five. Date, February 3rd, 2019. Note, every developed image we've tested has changed dramatically over the last month. Photographs have become burned or nearly clawed through as of SCP-6636 is intended to escape. Why am I the only one who is seeing the damages? I hear you. Why do I have to be the only one suffering through the Godforsaken files? I'm not afraid of you. Audio log. Dr. Elena, are you seeing this? And the audio log is just spooky noises. Film number 22. Original negatives, group of friends, after development, additional colors. Film number 23. Original negatives, male subject, after development, struggling. Film number 26. Original negatives, she's smiling. After development, why does SCP-6636 project their fears? Why do I keep seeing my own? Film number 30. Are they relieved? Uh, are they relieved that they're not uh, that they're dead? Are, are these my fears and not theirs? After development, I want to stop. Are you seeing this? End log. SCP six six three six has been postponed until further notice, and a new head of research has been assigned. And that is it. That is the SCP. This is interesting. I like it. Me too. Yeah. Very mysterious. Very it is very mysterious. I'm like, wow. I don't I'm I'm not too sure what happened, but it was definitely spooky. Mhm. I think I think her fears are being projected into the into the the developed photos. Very likely. So, so she's afraid <laughs> of being drowned and potentially abused by male subject. Yes. That's my guess. Yeah. It says, are they, are they relieved that they're dead? Are these my fears and not theirs? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, we do know the author, so we can ask them about it. This is true. That is true. I would give it a thumbs up, but that would require me making a wiki dot article uh, account, and I am lazy. Maybe later. Rip. So true. Well, maybe when we uh, maybe when we make our own account, so we can make our own SCPs, we will do that. Yeah. The, so you think you can SCP account? So you think you can redact SCP? SCP insert number here is a podcast. Hmm. <laughs> I like it. I like the start of that. I still think that we should immortalize Todd from Jacksonville as an SCP. <laughs> it would be interesting if it's, a, if it's just a normal guy, but every time you see him, you're absolutely certain he's done something. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mimetic hazard. Uh, well, I've got nothing else. I don't yep. know anybody else. I think it's a pretty good place to stop it. Thank you guys for joining. We if love you. you. Were listening. <laughs> love you. I wasn't done, but okay. <laughs> love you. 
Well, we love them. We love them anyway. I was going to say, Dr. Cerise, if you are listening, uh, good job on your first SCP. We thought it was good. good. We enjoyed it very much. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about it. Oh, yeah. Come on the show again and talk about it. And then let's read some more. And then we can shoot uh, finger guns. Or whatever, whatever, whatever kids do nowadays. <laughs> uh, that wasn't could, that funny. Why are you laughing? She could dab us up. <laughs> All right, let's stop recording before we uh, before we date ourselves more.